please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Film Nerds. Spoiler alert! That's Logan, Logan. because you demanded it. We were going to, truth be told, we were going to do a Kong Mm -hmm. spoiler alert, and then we said no, because you guys were like, where's the Logan Yeah, come on. You can do Kong, but you got to do Logan first. (laughs) (laughs) um, So, for those of you new to this, we've we've, uh, picked up a lot of new listeners. Here's what a spoiler alert is. We're just going to talk about the movie Logan, and we're going to reveal the ending. Usually we start with the ending. We almost start, yeah. uh, Key moment, so if you have not seen the movie, hit pause. Go watch it, yeah, and then come back, yeah, <laughs> and keep your device on the entire time. Yes, hit don't, pause. Yeah, go see the movie. Don't like turn get something off to eat. The podcast app, and then don't don't do that. Keep it going. Yeah. Um, and we have a uh, a guest who's been on the show before, but I believe this is his first uh, spoiler. Yes, yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sam Tripoli. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to be here, guys. Thanks He's for having house. me. The cans are driving me crazy. I think crazy. the last time <laughs> I, I forgot you, right? to watch the movie. So this time yes. I made sure <laughs> to watch the movie. Um, so we got to say this at the top of the show about this spoiler up. So we have launched a Patreon page. Yes. Those um, are great. Those are great. We just started doing it. And one of the reasons we had to do it is is you guys are like, more more spoilers. We want to do more spoilers. We just can't. We're we're we've we're stretched very thin. We're stretched very thin, time wise and resource wise. Resource wise, and we don't have the money to like hire people, so we can't do more spoilers until. Yeah, a lot of our budget has gone into that feature film we've been talking about for the last uh, year or two. Earbuds, <laughs> um, which is available at Comedy Film. So exactly. so we need. We started the Patreon. We need to kind of. Uh, uh, what, what's the uh, term? Stem the bleeding? Yeah. Is that... yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it helps out, man. We, you know, yeah. my podcast, we have a Patreon too, and it's helping mm-hmm. us build our new website. And it's like, you know, we're launching a whole uh, network, like a mm-hmm. whole sports network. And it, like basically our Patreon listeners have helped create and pay for the website. What's the name of your new your new show? Well, it's called Punch Drunk Sports, but it's going to be punchdrunksports.com. But we're like, we're going full balls to the wall. Right. Really fancy, nice looking it's going to be the best place to find comedy and sports. Well, that's the thing. And I don't think people realize that, like, to do that, to build a website. and it's a lot to, of resources. You know, it's a lot of resources and, and, and time to people to edit it and even just the time it takes you to watch sports. Yes. So then you're going to, you're supposed to watch sports and build a website. DIY can get expensive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> uh, it absolutely can. So guys, that's what we're doing. We want to do more spoiler reps. We can't do any more until the Patreon hits the, the thousand dollar a month. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you guys have been great. It's, we've only been yes. up, up for a week. You guys have uh, already responded. We need to get it to that thousand to keep doing. Uh, we want to do two spoiler reps a month and that's our first goal at a thousand. And we're, we're like uh, almost a quarter of the No, we are a quarter of the way there. We're over a quarter of the way. Yeah. It's fan- This isn't like a punishment or an ultimatum. No. <laughs> just, it's just the reality of where we're at. Yes. Um, you're not in trouble. You're not, <laughs> Mommy and daddy are not getting a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us your money. Yeah. yeah. We just need some help. 
We need some help. Uh, Mom and, and and in exchange, we'll, we'll give you more. We'll, we'll give you more content. And it's not that much either. No. It's just like, you know, $5, 10 I don't know what your guys think, but it's a little here, a little there. We started a dollar. You put yeah. That, yeah. But that's what we got, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And like you said, even for 5 or 10 bucks, you get more cool yeah. stuff. So. And, and it's not even like, oh, if I just give a dollar, it's not going to help. No, no, it, it does. Your, every, every little bit helps. Everything helps. There's tens of thousands of you that listen to this show, so... Um, that's what so we need 90% of you to step up. <laughs> to throw in a dollar. Yeah. One-tenth. <laughs> One-tenth you're cooking with gas. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we really need your help. That's why I'm wearing uh, – we're also – that we are at ATC Studios, so mm-hmm. this is another episode that we're we recording. We should watch Televangelists and see how they oh. somehow beg for money yeah. and, and get make it. it look like it's spiritual. You're you're going to be closer to God if yes. we do more spoiler <laughs> Guys, God will strike me down if you do not. Give me a million dollars! <laughs> That's why we brought Sam on this episode, <laughs> yes. to really strike the fear of God into you yeah. <laughs> about supporting comedy film nerds. Um, but so. yeah, we are re- videotaping this, guys. Mm-hmm. For those of you listening on the audio side, we're going to start releasing the video as little clips of this, which is mm-hmm. why I'm wearing a The End Is Nigh Watchmen hat. You turn it around, bro style. It says Watchmen right here. <laughs> so, nice. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, all yeah. right. Yeah, don't go, bro. Don't go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what does that hat say? The End yeah. Is Nigh. It's I like from it. the Watchmen. Uh, I like it. Oh, is it from the Watchmen, or is oh, yeah. it actually going to happen? Well, this is yeah. a yeah, this yeah. is this isn't is that a Trump hat? I think the Green Party <laughs> put up these getting hats. weird out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's get into. Let's it. talk about Logan. Let's talk about uh, Logan. I, I think we're all in agreement. Fantastic we, we all loved movie. It. Amazing movie. I thought yeah. for a superhero comic book movie, the acting was amazing. Like it was, I felt like it was the grittiest of all the uh, comic book movies, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was. I just thought it was excellent acting. I literally thought that I was. Uh, it was a story of my life, basically. Um, <laughs> alcoholic, drug addict with uh, uh, skills to kill, ends up fucking his life up, driving fucking Uber, uh, has a kid with uh, behavioral issues, shows up, and uh, you know it's probably gonna die in a shallow grave. So, story it could be Logan or is it Tripoli? Either yeah. way, fur and rage. So, so it was like looking into a mirror. One hundred percent. I'm like, is it me? It's like when I watch what was the movie, The Wrestler? Yeah. You yeah. ever watch The Wrestler? Like, that's fucking me, man. I'll yeah. cut my forehead Same to help. Yes. So basically, what Sam is saying is, go to his Patreon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he's gonna die on a mountain to save his kids. I yes. thought it was a wonderful movie, man. Yeah. It it's, was. Well, I, it was great. It was a great drama movie with superheroes in it. That's. It's like when we saw with X Men: Days of Futures. Uh, uh, or no, X Men First Class was like that too, where you've got these really cool um, pieces all put all together. Really great acting, really great mm-hmm. character dramas with superheroes, but also um, they're period pieces too. This was set in like an you know near distant future, yeah, which I thought was uh-huh. awesome. Right, right. And kind so, of just a view of what twenty twenty nine would right, be like. Right, right. There's uh, mega corpse. Still no flying cars. No, <laughs> there's still gas. There's still punks. Yeah. There's still gangs. When do we get the cool shit, dude? Yeah, Jet yeah, packs. yeah. <laughs> Not when the oil industry controls everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing. So, so let let let's talk about the ending. So, mm. I thought it was because the ending of this movie is basically kind of like. And and you and um, uh, Nick Youssef talked about it on the regular episode, how this was sort of a Dark Knight trilogy ending sort of to yes. the whole the whole series. Yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because he uh, so Logan dies on the mountain 
to save the kids. Yep. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Right. And then, way to go out. And and you want to talk what, about character what, arc with him and the little girl. That right. little girl was fantastic. Yeah, she was great. Child actors just blow my mind. Yeah. Like that girl, the girl from... Uh, um, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. I mean, like amazing. Yeah, you wonder too. They're so good. Like, what are what are they tapping into? You know, for those performances, yeah, well, it's, it's like I, it makes they're me so wonder dark. why I spend so much on acting classes yeah. <laughs> when eight year olds are just knocking out of the park, blowing it away. Like, I think, I, and I had an acting teacher say this when I first took acting class when I moved to L. A. a million years ago, and they said, "Remember when you were a kid and you could just jump into make believe." And you just could create this whole world and right. you didn't have anything telling you, right. oh, this isn't real. Remember, have you ever played, I mean, you know, if you have small kids, which you guys do, yeah. like, they'll just like, oh, look, they'll pick something up and look at this, it's a spaceship. And they, they and can jump into stuff. And you're just yeah. like, where mm-hmm. are you? They just <laughs> right. run yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. So I think this, this girl, and I loved the character arc of she didn't speak, she didn't speak, and then she did. That scene where she's furious at Logan and punches him in the face and he's yeah. like, all right, I'll take you to yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I loved it. I love that he, you know, right, and, and this is a credit, I think, to James Mangold, the director, who I, I we've talked about him on the regular episodes. He's a fine director. He has a great list of, of movies. The, the, I don't want to help anybody. So that, just when that was starting, for me at least, getting a little old, like, yeah, I got it, Wolverine, is right when he reveals He's saying that that type of anger underneath it is usually deep, deep pain. Like, right. because when I care about people, they die. And yep. you remember, too, he's been around for a really long time. Yes. That character um, is ageless. I mean, even in the comic book mythology, no one's quite sure exactly how, how old he is. How long has he been playing the character? So uh, it's got to be upwards of t- between 10 and 20 years. It's like 17 he's, years, something like that. Hold on. The Aaron? first X-Men film was 2000. 2000. 17 years. 17. He's, 16, 17 years he's yeah. been playing this. Do you think mm-hmm. they'll ever bring back the character, maybe as somebody else? I, I think yeah. so, but not like, uh, I don't think it'll be next year. <laughs> right. It, it, or it'll be like, you know, a younger version or, or whatever, because the thing about what was so great about this movie not only was it a great swan song to the character it was also a great swan song for Hugh Jackman to play the character like it was it was the perfect way to go the other thing too is he can't keep um, playing it like the way it was being played because Wolverine is quote ageless like having him older and in the future it was like it was so perfect well the good the great thing Wolverine's a young man's game right (laughs) And, and, and again I give this to the screenwriter and to Mangold credit that's why they had that Young, just whatever mutant the 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 that company that was creating just yeah. pure soldiers. They right. had the young Wolverine. Who is that? What was that? Him just with was CGI? A clone. I well, mean, yeah, they, no, like, but how they what, do that? What they sort of were alluding to in the movie is they cloned. Hugh Jackman has a brother. He has uh, a twin. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, they the lab. He was a younger version. He, they yeah. cloned um, Wolverine's DNA or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why the girl was technically his daughter. Yeah, right. And that's why that guy they took his DNA and then just took out human emotions, right. his soul, and took made out him his a soul, weapon. made mm-hmm. him just a pure weapon. So that was another reason you're like, oh, here's old man Wolverine fighting his younger self. Right. It's he, so interesting how like. Within, like, you know, television and movies now, how there's this whole storyline, too, about how, like, 
evil the government is. Too. Right. Like you see it. Like I know this is a movie podcast, but in Homeland now, there's this whole oh, yeah. thing about the yeah. deep state and all that stuff. And now it's like with this is like all these crazy weapons yeah. that they have out there now. It's and what they're creating. It's kind of scary, man. Well, it's yeah. It's it's certainly uh, it's been running through a lot of uh, entertainment lately. But what, what I also loved about like what you were talking about is there's basically three kinds of conflict. Man versus man, man versus nature, and man versus himself. Um, this movie seemed to kind of touch on all three oh, yeah. at, uh, at one point or another. That's what was so really interesting about this. It was made by people who cared about the characters. It was made about people who cared about filmmaking. And it wasn't thrown together because if you look at the – let's just take the three Wolverine movies. They are varying degrees of quality. <laughs> out of uh, um, The first one bordering on unwatchable. And I really felt lessons were learned. I really felt like this was the one movie that everything kind of came together in a really nice way. Everything, yeah, yeah. I always felt the X Men were somewhat cheesier than the rest. Yeah. Yes. In a weird way, even the Avengers I felt was slicker. Oh, for sure. A little more depth to yeah. it. I, I I just felt like X Men were just a, a little more um, plastic. I guess I don't know how to say, it, but this one was gritty, man. Yeah, the the first X Men too had a, a a lot of studio polish on it. Like it was like, all right, this is the exact we're gonna make like a living comic book. Although that that formula was perfected in uh, Iron Man and the Avengers. Well, we're gonna well, make a specific living comic books from these if characters. You go back to two thousand. So when that X-Men movie came out, we all loved it because we had had a good 10 years or so of horrible, horrible comic book movies. Awful, awful, like, awful. Uh, I mean, like, no, the good Batmans hadn't even come out yet, no, right? No, They uh-uh. hadn't come out yet, so we had done that, that, that bad Punisher. Those, like, we had these movies. How many Punisher movies do you think there were? 48. Yes. <laughs> whatever, whatever, that, whatever that number is, you, there's more than that. Yeah. It's like, I think, what do you think how many, actually, Aaron, how many Punishers were there? I think there were like three or four. Weren't there, weren't well, there, there was like Dolph three? Dolph Lundgren in the 80s, yeah, and then there, were, there was the first one with Thomas Jane, and the second was Warzone. Yeah, there's, there were three, three Punisher movies. Well, I think- so. I don't know anyone who's seen all three. <laughs> Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. So, Aaron. <laughs> I haven't no. seen all of Warzone. Yeah. Okay. I have seen- <laughs> Why can't that character? It's almost like the Fantastic Four. They got to work one time. The Fantastic oh, Four. They just can't make it. I just think those characters aren't that interesting. Uh, well, I, that, that's where I disagree because um, if you look at the characters of Guardians of the Galaxy, you'd go, "How could that be an entertaining movie?" And it was brilliant. I think the Fantastic Four needs to go back to Marvel and let them start making the well, movies. Well, hold, well. Separate from that, the the Punisher spinoff on Netflix from the Daredevil, that yes. I have faith in. Yeah. Because the way Netflix is handling these Marvel properties mm-hmm. is just fantastic. Dude, they, they're putting out kung fu movies on yeah. Netflix that are mind-blowingly awesome. Yeah. It's so... Well, Iron Fist starts. Iron Fist starts right. Friday. I'm super man. excited. So, uh, but, but getting back to this, the other thing that, that I thought, and, and Sam, you made a great point. It's so different than any of the other X-Men movies. Some, like you said, some of the other X-Men movies were a little too comic booky or a little too studio polished. This one was so gritty. Or ridiculous. Or ridiculous. Just yeah. flat out ridiculous. <laughs> and this one, where Patrick Stewart also dies, and his relationship, the father-son relationship between him and Wolverine, was just fan- it was fantastic. fantastic. When it was also that, his conscience, too. It was his conscience, where, mm-hmm. where they all sort of wrestled with we're trying to do good, and we also feel guilty because our abilities have hurt people. And he's losing his mind from dementia. Oh, and and when it makes you, him have seizures that hurt yeah, people. Yeah, it's it, it's like the 
it's such a logical progression for these characters. What I loved about it is that um, you could easily have like, well, let's just make a gritty Wolverine movie. And it could have gone completely off the rails and have nothing to do with the characters. Yeah. But they didn't. They started with what made these characters great and then made a gritty movie on top of that. It was that, such the right formula to do. That scene in the hotel when he's having his seizure is oh, awesome. man. Is awesome. Awesome. It's a powerful movie. Well, all the, the guards got the guns on him, and Wolverine slowly calls his way and just starts killing him. Yeah. Um, that was fantastic. And then the, I, I want to talk about when they they help the, the family with the horses, right? And the family's very nice. They're like they're like a Christian family. Oh, it's very— they, Black farmers. Yeah, it was great. And the kid's like a rodeo kid. And I was like, well, this is cool. This is this is messing with some stereotypes, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um and also gives a reprieve. That's the most kind of like a safe haven type of thing. It gives a reprieve. And you got black people in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a bunch of white yeah. dudes. Um, so like, but then that scene where they have this, and Wolverine's like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And and Patrick Stewart keeps going, no, we're going to stay. And that scene where he's in bed and he goes, this was delightful. And he goes, this is what a life could be. This is the life we could have. Because earlier in the movie when he's just, when, when, uh, Dr. Xavier is living in that old uh, water. <laughs> and that yeah. dude, who's that dude? Caliban. Um, Caliban. Who's Caliban? The oh, actor is uh, obviously the, the from- Stephen uh, Merchant? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's I was great. Like, I was looking at him like, is that the guy that co-created The Office? Yeah, With yeah. With <laughs> What like, an interesting yeah. Uh, yeah. casting, huh? Yeah. But he played it perfect. He was. He was weird and creepy and C- had burnt, that... His skin burned in the sun. Yeah, yeah. He made that Nosferatu joke, which right? was him yeah. just banging around below deck like Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. Like, that fucking made me laugh. But you know, that, some of that was ad-libbed. Of course. Yeah, for the, he's, but, but, he's really sharp. But, like, the relationship... And and then the, the, the comedy or comic relief in it was just the right amount right. within the dark movie. Like It didn't go off tone. It didn't go off tone mm-hmm. because... When the they save the family with the horses, like oh hi, and the, and and the family's introducing themselves, and he's like, oh I'm James, this is my dad uh, Chuck, <laughs> yeah. Charles Xavier. I fucking laughed about that for two minutes. I was like, he called Doctor yeah. Chuck, um, and then like, let's get into the girl. I loved the scene Daphne with the King girl. Was the actress. The uh, the first kill she does is a guy who was a, a MMA fighter. That was pretty cool. Oh, to see. who was the guy? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he fought on the Ultimate Fighter, and I remember. Where the it, last shot of him, you see him just open the handcuffs. Yeah, is and then the they throw his head out. Yeah. that guy <laughs> is an MMA fighter. Is it that guy? Yep, I believe. Let me look. Yeah, that scene though. That'd be yep. great too if they never told him what the next page of the script was. Just walk in here and open yeah. the handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then watch the movie and see what happened to you. <laughs> it is uh, Eric LaSalle, by the way, was the dad of the, the family. The, from ER. Yeah, from ER. Mm-hmm. He That fight scene with that little girl was amazing. I could watch her kick. I was like, my girlfriend and I were like, oh, every one of her fight scenes was just like. It was great. Well choreographed, well put together. Shit. Yeah. She jumps around because she's little, gets on their neck and then just claws them. Just and then she throws them around. And then has claws coming out of her feet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. female. That's amazing. <laughs> it was so. Um, it, that and and the the sort of the arc or the evolution of her character as she is this this and there's the great backstory video with the the actress um, who plays the nurse that is from uh, Orange is the New Black which I love that actress's name I'm gonna find it here in a second but um, or maybe Aaron can do it faster uh, so the race 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 the thing like 
you find out that about this lab in Mexico City that's owned by this evil corporation. Right. It's this sort of like Halliburton. I, I always type love it, it's a it's a cliche, Deep but state. I always but yeah. I always love it when it's like a bunch of black SUVs pull up anywhere. It's always like the exact same car over yep. and over, and like oh, there's five of them. You know, there's a bunch of mercenaries in those. Yeah. <laughs> they're about to come out. But Apparently, <laughs> Donald Trump builds the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's something we learned in this Wall movie. Wall is up. Wall is up, and it is and he not the, a happy place. And he got the mutants to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love to... So there's that little quick thing they throw in there. The fact that they got rid of the mutants, and they just sort of... I love... They, they just alluded to it, like, well, they're not here anymore. I, I actually mm-hmm. lo- I love that when it's just like... It's a world you're you under you know you know and then you're they show right. you the future and you're like what the fuck how the fuck did yeah, this happen? happen yeah it's like that line in you know you never see a sentinel you know those giant robots that would fight the X Men you never right. you never know what exactly happened it's the uh, it's the opposite order but it's like when the, the the first Star Wars movie came out and they're just like oh there used to be Jedi's everywhere and then there was the Clone Wars and everything well, they like, allude, what does that mean they yeah, allude yeah. to what happened a little bit right. when they introduce Logan to the scientist and he's like. You know his dad. He killed. He killed all of you, right? Right. Isn't there somewhere within the movie they say oh, that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said I'm I that c- guy who's like kind of the new Brad Pitt looking dude, right? He's kind of got a new Brad Pitt vibe to him. Oh, uh, Eric. Uh, let's see, Holbrook, Boyd Holbrook yeah. is the new. He's and look, he's in that show Narcos on Netflix, which is great. And uh, this is the first sizable role I've seen him in a film that was like, mm-hmm. man, he and he played it was so he played it so well because he was like, I'm a fan of you guys, even though right. I've been hunting and killing you. Yeah, like, yeah I've got to say, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I love what you do, but you're gonna die today. Do like, we yeah. know how he lost his hand? No, mm-hmm. don't know how he lost his hand. So he has some sort of mutiny hand thing. Yeah, enhanced. 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 It's there's such great scenes, and then. I want to go back to the end of the movie when the kids are on the run. They're trying to get across the border into Canada. And uh, first they're all running, and I'm like, when are these kids going to start using their mutant powers? Yeah. And then they start doing, there's that scene where the guy grabs the little kid up against the tree, and then the kid has cold breath. Yeah. Freezes his arm and chops it up. You see all these, like, blood ice cubes? Yeah, man. And they were kind of sitting around while Logan was getting his ass kicked. I'm like, everybody do something. Then the kid, who I swear looks like Rick Fox's kid, right? Didn't one of the lead of the kids look like he was, like, related to Rick Fox. Like oh, yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And Vanessa Williams had a kid, and it was a good-looking actor. He lifts the truck and slams it on Bad Wolverine, which I was like, why does anyone do something earlier? Why does anybody jump in? She started kicking his ass. It, it was... I can't find the kid's name, but, like, um, that... I loved the... Again, I think they did a great job in the casting and the directing of... So these kids are trained... They've they know how to fight survival skills. They've got survival skills. They've they all agreed to meet at this this like whatever point this this camp, and yet they still have kid stuff. Like it was so like if you were a ten year old trained soldier, you'd still be a kid yeah. in some right. in some capacity. Yeah. You'd be a badass, but still a kid. It was like, what do we do? Well, that scene where they cut his beard to look like the old school Wolverine. Right, <laughs> so funny. Right. 
you know, at some point, it's like getting Luke Cage into his costume. It's like you have to have uh, Wolverine in his mutton chops at some point. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit of fan service. But you don't mind it because it's kind of what, what you want. I love the movie. I thought it was so good. It's really good. There's so many layers to it. And it's one of those movies, too, you don't need to be a comic book fan mm-hmm. to enjoy it. It was. It's just a good movie with superheroes in it. Sam, I'm going to ask, so what are some of you... What are some of the other scenes that really like stood out for you for this film? That like, I mean, obviously, I love the fight scene there. Uh, I loved uh, when you saw Doctor X for the first time in the Professor uh, X. Professor X, excuse me, <laughs> in the uh, water cooler that had fallen down or the big right, yeah. That, yeah. that was cool as shit. I loved it all, man. I loved it all. I thought it was really interesting. I loved watching him drive all the different like people around and how obnoxious people in limousines yeah. are. Oh, the montage oh, of him just great. being a limo yeah. driver? Ugh. And then them, them trying to strip his car and like, oh, you know what's oh, going to happen next. Oh, that was Opening part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. He's drunk and they're like, one guy shoots him with a shotgun and then yeah. he's like, all right. All right, you guys, you don't want to do this, but. That was great. I love that scene and how he jumped in front of the bullets so the bolts didn't hit the limousine. Yeah, you know, yeah. That was great. Because <laughs> he didn't want to mess up the limousine. Right. That was so great, man. Like, when he had the, like, bachelor party bros that are standing up outside of the sunroof of the, and they're driving by the border chanting USA. So yeah. crazy. <laughs> I was crazy. like, yeah, that's what this country will look yeah. like in 2029. 100%. The bachelorette party where they're like, hey, driver, and Show- she shows her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, um, I love that. Personal, personally, I think we should take the F word off the swear list. I just feel that, like, everybody says it. And it's just yeah. like, I just feel like it's time to just release it. And it, it should be like, dude, if you say it too much, everyone will be like, easy on the dude, easy on the fucks, everything. But it was great to see, like, the gritty, the real gritty dialogue that went on in this movie, too. That was a, a lot of fun to listen to and to see, like, how entertainment's kind of catching up the real life. That's fun with me. You know, Deadpool did really well, and everybody right. loved that. And, I mean, dude, that, how great was that bumper before the uh, before the movie for Deadpool? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was great. How great was yeah. that? That was so fucking funny, man. Mm-hmm. Deadpool's so good. So everything about it, is, it's just a lot of fun. You see it happening in other arts where it's like we're getting away from this kind of corporate kind of uh, entertainment, getting back to, like, gritty talk, and I really love that. About this movie, you know, dropping F-bombs. I do find it interesting that, like, the most violent of violence is okay, but sex is still like, whoa, yeah. yeah. It's so interesting, right? Well, that's the American thing because in 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 Europe it's the reverse. There are, oh, they show you. I've watched TVs where there's just like naked people, like a dude's jive is just on TV, mm-hmm. and then they're like less violence because, it, which is where it should be. Sex is a normal, natural thing. The human yeah, they had World War II. They probably didn't. They, no, they probably it's something memories. you should be ashamed of. Yeah, it's <laughs> covered up. You're yes. dirty. I always wonder how our movies that we export—they're all bombs, boom, boom, boom. We export to some of these countries that, like. 
there's full-on wars going there, you know? Well, also, how that plays our there. biggest export, too, are the blockbuster tentpole movies that, you know, they have the budget to go everywhere. So you, a lot of the countries, they don't even get the indie art movies as much as the the uh, the superhero and explosion-y, monster-y stuff, uh, like the, all the summer blockbuster stuff. So I can only imagine, you know, how that colors the uh, perception of our culture right. if that's all they're getting to see. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I got kind of upset. About you know, Deadpool not getting in the Oscars. I felt like it needed. It should have had some kind of award nomination. It was so good. And I thought that hurt the Oscars. You know, and I just think that there's sometimes comedies and these these comic books. There's an elitism that comes with how they're viewed by Hollywood. Oh, that's you're 100% correct. The Academy views... And I don't see that changing anytime no. soon. And it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. It really sucks. The Academy views comedies and superhero movies as like the kids' table. They view us as like, right. it's like, oh, you're like a birthday clown. It's not real art or entertainment. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, I remember when... when in, I'm going to make a prediction right now. Logan is going to get nominated for Best Picture next year. No, I I think it will be. I think it'll no, be. I, think it'll I be hope part, you're right. Chris. I think it'll be part of the ten. I think it'll be number ten. It'll be the last one, but I think it's going to get nominated. Like, is this still like dump movie time of the year? It's it's changing. It's cha- Thank well, God, we've been railing about it for years on the podcast, and it's finally. But changing. this this March is proving with you had so you had um, Logan that came out, and then the week after you had Kong. Those are these are two giant black. And Beauty and the Beast is this weekend. It's three huge ones in in March. Which is kind of great because we're getting a spring summer season. That's great. I, I like it because you know, to me, January since the Oscars are the end of February, beginning of March, typically, make January and February everybody catching up on Oscar nominees. Yes, and then start the big ones. Start them in the start them in March. Like why not? I mean, instead of packing we, everything into the three months in the summer. Do you think Logan could come like a, a, a Wolverine come like Bat, Batman, where there's a new Batman every four or five years? Well, I think it'll be part of the X-Men because that's I think there's a, a bigger story here whereas Batman is just an iconic character on its own uh, on his own. But I think uh, as far as X-Men goes, I think you haven't seen the last of Wolverine on screen by a long shot. I think too so it had a it had a budget of 97 million dollars which it's considered lower for 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 big superhero oh, movies. Oh yeah, yeah, this yeah, is, for sure. Huge easily uh, the, the Avengers and all those movies are 250. Two hundred fifty million dollars. So this is already. Do you realize that's a quarter of a billion, a billion dollars, dollars for a movie so to this, make it? Yeah. Yes, to mm-hmm. make it. Unbelievable. So this ninety-seven million is sort of a. This is an indie superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and and Deadpool, another great movie, that was like fifty some sixty million dollars. That was real. And they budget. cut that budget like right before shooting. They had to cut out like. So a far things. to date, Logan has brought in, uh, according to IMDb, one hundred and fifty-two million dollars. So. To me, these X-Men movies, and especially these recent Wolverine films, have done so well. I find it hard to believe that they're not going to come back in at least three or four years. Oh, to yeah. Do How well this yeah. movie did? Yeah. They'll, they'll bring it back. Yeah, most likely, um, I, they might even just stick with the same formula, where it's like, all right, here's another X-Men movie. This is where we'll introduce the new Wolverine, and then we'll give him... His own movie after that. Like they're doing with Spider-Man. Yeah. So the young yeah. Spider-Man kid that was introduced in, yeah. in Civil War last summer is now his movie. He's going to have his own is, movie. It's coming out. But so. Iron Man's going to be in it. So it's it's really, it, what's great is you're getting these connected universes that uh, are, are ultimately all Marvel, which is um, hilarious. They're just mm-hmm. split up over different studios. And Disney owns it? And Disney owns it, yeah. Disney owns everything, right. huh? Yeah, Star Wars, Marvel. Pixar. 
unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they went on a buying spree a couple of years ago and they bought everything. Yeah, they bought mortgages, they Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, it's interesting. The the one question I have is so the other like the Iron Man and the Avengers still have these giant name stars playing these iconic characters is X-Men in in a and I don't know the answer. I want to see what you guys think. Is X-Men in a little bit of a situation in terms of Patrick Stewart's gone now. Um, Hugh Jackman's gone. Like, is Fassbender going to come back? Like, do they have the big name, iconic characters right now? Because uh, it seems like there's some huge gaps. Whereas the other, the Avenger world is is doing fine. You know, it might be. Uh, I mean, the thing about X Men is there's a million X Men. There's there in the comics and stuff. There's a ton right. that haven't even we haven't even seen yet, but. Um, it might be a, a mix of like kind of reinventing some of the characters and bringing them back and a, a mix of uh, trying to keep these iconic roles um, kept by the iconic characters. Like, you know, Fassbender as Magneto is fantastic. Yeah. Right. So, so you definitely want you just want to see him again. Whereas, you know, Patrick Stewart, I don't know if he wants to do any more or what. Uh, I don't know. I think like like I think the answer might be the same. You might see a mix of like old and new together because it seems to be a great way of launching the new ones when you already have the comfort of like as a, as a viewer the old characters already in the movie as Doctor well. Doctor Strange was but Marvel I mean, look at Star too, Wars. right? Yeah, yeah but but look so at so good. Like look at Star Wars episode um you know Rogue four, One. Four, uh, no um episode 8. It's all right. Wait, 3 4 5 6. No, episode 7. Um you have this mix of the old familiar characters and you're introducing new ones, oh, and Force then as Awakens. and the Force Awakens, and as we progress, you're going to see more of the new characters that've been introduced and less of the old ones. But you have that old guard, almost like handing over as yeah. a transition to the new ones. Yeah, they did it with Star Trek. I mean, they did it the original series when they kind of handed it over to the next gen in the film world. Yes. Yep. Um, and also Star Trek Next Generation, they peppered in the old characters here and there, like right. DeForest Kelly was in the first episode, and Scotty was stuck in the transporter beam for you know one of the episodes, and. There's uh there there's always that um, nod to what came before, and and there's always that okay we there's the nod to what came before but now we're moving forward. I I like it, man. I, I mean I've liked Star Wars. It's been a, it's been weird. I feel like they put out the same movie that we've seen before, right. and I get that they're trying to reach new people, but. I, I think the next couple movies are really going to kick it in gear. Uh, I thought Logan was great. I love, like, the, the the journey you get kind of taken on by these movies. Like, it's so, it's you know, it used to be one and done. Or, you know, Batman's got so bad for a while. It's like, it's really fun to see them kind of top themselves over and over again, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze going, take two of these and call me in the morning. Really? So that, bad. You know, you only had one direction to go from there yeah. for Batman movies. Well, well, it's, it's, it, the, the points you guys are making are, I think, and, and James Mangold backs this up, when you, when you, a, a comic book series runs into a rut, it's when they're not getting good directors to do it. They're getting the wrong directors. And we talked about this on the regular episode, yes. why I think the Star Trek movies are, are missing it, because they're getting... They're, fast and the Furious. They're getting director, Fast yeah. and the Furious directors where like this one you had James Why isn't Mangold. Darren Aronofsky directing a Star Trek Holy movie? Holy shit, would that yeah. be awesome? Dude, I would love Nolan, to see right? Quentin Tarantino do a, 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 a comic Bond. book. Right? Yeah. I would love to see him do a comic book. How awesome would like, that be? Him doing like Ghost Rider or something like that would be so interesting. How about like, or Kick-Ass? 
Like yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'd love something to see like him that. do kick ass. I mean, mm-hmm. so so I think that's the key, like when you got to keep hiring the correct director. It to... helps if they're familiar with the material. One right. of the reasons the uh, first two Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire were so good is Sam Raimi was a huge fan of Spider-Man and grew up with it. Also, you've got to find, uh, I'm going to go into James Mang- Mangold's uh, filmography here. And it. So, so what you... If you look at James Mangold, so he's done. He did the Wolverine movie in twenty. Let's look it up. Look it up on the screen. Look at it. <laughs> Would that be neat if we had that? <laughs> he had three ten to Yuma. He had Walk the Line. You know, he Kate and Leopold, Girl Interrupted, Copland. These movies are all very different from each other in terms of the genre and, th- and thematically very different. But, but they have they all have a dramatic core at the, at the center. He knows how to tell his story. Mm-hmm. He knows how to direct actors. He knows how to direct story arc. He knows how to take the material, the script, and some of them he did write on, but like he knows right. how to take that material and cast it correctly and direct it correctly to come up with this amazing world and land. That To me, that's the yep. mark of a fantastic director when they can do all these different genres. Like... If you just saw Girl Interrupted, would you think, oh, yeah, that guy can do an X-Men movie. He can do a Wolverine movie. <laughs> no, but like uh, – But but I don't know how you watch Rush Hour and go, he should do X-Men 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it works it's, in the other direction exactly. too. Exactly. <laughs> That's the mistake. I think they go to the, the big budget movie director that just had a hit that was sort of – but the movie wasn't that great or didn't have a lot of substance. It was just way too popcorn – too much bubblegum or whatever, and they didn't really have any substance, and then they think they can handle a a movie with characters like the Wolverine and and uh, and uh, Professor Xavier, who are mm-hmm. complex characters. The Wolverine is one of the more complex. To look yes. at him, and the wrong director would look at somebody like Wolverine and go, oh, he's just a guy that just goes out and kicks ass. Yeah. Right. No, he's tormented. Yes. His rage comes from, he was- He's flawed. La, 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 la. Just yeah. goes out and kicks ass. No, that's just kicks it. Ass, that's just all. kicks ass. It's like, so that's what I thought was so Now, the guy who did the 300, did you like how he did Superman versus no. Batman? Zack Snyder. Oh, awful. I, I didn't like awful. Batman at all? I no. didn't. I didn't like- I, I was... love him as a director. You just didn't think it worked. Okay, we're going to need to um, stop the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just do. I can't. I will say I like 300. I thought I 300 did. was great. I did. I liked that. And, I liked uh, what he did with Watchmen. I like. I like the Watchmen yeah. too. Visually, but that. But lately, it seems like. But Watchmen, he literally just shot the graphic novel almost panel for panel. So, you know, if you're if you're just shooting cliff notes of material, you're. Um, it's okay. It's not going to be horrible, but it's not going to be anything interesting. I, I, and then everything after that got worse. I think the problem with Zack Snyder, for me at least, Sam, is that he's making movies. That- <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I know it's like got to be weird. But well, here's my thing: is is I think what it feels like to me is he's one of these guys that has gotten a little too caught up in the visual aspects and has sort of forgotten about story and script and and character and character. That's that's logic, the, plot. Yeah, and just sort of I don't know. And and what can happen with a guy like that because he he's called this this visual the auteur, the auteur. Yeah. Not, so then what? And this is just my guess is that there's a, a, a and this happens to us in comedy. You get really famous, everyone's telling you you're great and everything's awesome, and you lose like you need someone to go. That's not funny. Yeah, that's the, that you have to work. have people around you that can be honest. Yes, and if and if people are just saying, oh, everything he does is genius, he's a genius. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. We still well, need if a story. Zack Snyder has access to the internet, he's seen some criticism. So, 
Well, I've seen now, some criticism. Whether, whether we all, it's a, <laughs> well, on the internet, we all see criticism. Whether I'll you, show you uh, my Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah. whether you take it seriously or daily. not. <laughs> yes, but uh, I, but th- I think Zack Snyder is a great example of someone who is just simply not right for the material. They don't understand it, or well, they're they taking him doing it again. Uh, well, he's he's part of Justice League, but then apparently. Uh, um, some of these other movies can't keep directors. The uh, the Flash director, I think, bailed. I think now Ben Affleck's not directing the Batman movie, so they're having a lot of trouble over there in DC land. Meanwhile, Marvel just keeps making awesome yeah, films. Yeah, I know, one after um, the other. All right, but final any final thoughts on final Logan? Wolverine thoughts. I thought Logan. it was excellent. I thought gritty. I thought it was uh, it was much more than I thought it was going to be. I just love what they're doing with Deadpool and Logan, mm-hmm. and I just. I feel like we're entering a more realism era of uh, entertainment. I think that's what people need. I hope someday it translates into comedy, too. The other thing, too, you bring up a great point. It's still, you can be entertaining and smart. Yes. You know, like I think sometimes the studios go, let's make it entertaining. And then they just sort of dumb it down and make it all explosions. Yes. And it's like, make it smart, make it human, make it real. I'll go along. I'll jump on the roller coaster. You yep. can have character and story in a comic book movie. It's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all action and and uh, costume. So it was. It's a great movie. Loved it. If you haven't seen it, then you're listening to this episode in the wrong order. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's it's great. Check it out. So guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Go to uh, the Facebook page or Twitter anywhere you want to let us know what you thought of of Logan. Um, this was so cool and go to the Patreon page Sam Tripoli where can people find you on the internet live shows samtripoli.com all social media at Sam Tripoli T-R-I-P-O-L-I and you can also find my new album it is dropping this week Friday March 17th it's a it's called The Diabolical it's a two disc CD first hour storytelling second hour is it's called Friday Night Late Show and I just fucking battle drunk people <laughs> that's the whole so it's a two disc CD and then I'm in the movie Dying Laughing that came out last weekend it's doing really well on iTunes so uh, I'm in that it's a, it's a doc on stand up man it's got Chris Rock Kevin Hart Gary Shandling um Jerry Seinfeld, and the list goes on and on. It's a, if you guys love stand-up, you got to see the movie. It's, oh, it's check excellent. It out. So, guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And then what's the name of your new podcast? Uh, well, I have, a Punch have a bunch Sports. Of them. I have two, Punch Drunk Sports, and then I have a conspiracy theory podcast called Tinfoil Hat. Oh, we just very had cool. Duncan Trussell on, and... It's been really good, I man. I want to be People, on that one. Hey, dude, yeah. let me know. You got a pot, we, You got something you want to talk. I love doing it. Aaron doesn't believe in anything, and my whole <laughs> thing is just forcing him to drink from the fountain of knowledge. <laughs> yes. We need to make Aaron into a, into a wingnut conspiracy theorist. I'm trying. I, <laughs> he, he fights me tooth and nail. I want to see him in here with tinfoil shorts. The shadow people are real. Yeah. yeah. Deep state, Aaron. They're coming Deep for you. Deep state. You can also see a very... Very quick clip of Sam in the, this movie right here. The yes. <laughs> Did I make it for quick, two seconds? Yeah, yeah. You're in the, there's a clip. Quick That's clip. all matters. I yeah. really do want that clip of. So now you should be using that credit now every time. Done. Yeah. What, do I, what do I just walk past the camera? <laughs> there's like a quick clip of the, the insanity of, 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 when, naughty, of show. naughty Show. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I will make a public apology. Sam asked me. 
He said, Graham, can I get all the raw footage? And I was like, you got it. And then Chris was like, uh, no, Graham. Uh, we, we just signed a distribution deal. We no, can't no, no, give no, up yeah. the footage. Cool. So yeah, we, cool. That's all. Down I mean. the line. Yes, down the line. That was just such a fun episode. It was yeah. just so chaotic. So, yeah, man. Good times. I, I'll, I'll watch it now that I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> Be well worth your time. Um, hey, thanks, thanks, Sam. Awesome guys. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, in the show notes below is our Patreon page and everything else, and uh, clips to all of our other stuff. And like and subscribe if you're watching YouTube. If you're just listening, of course. And just you can go to comedyfilmnerds.com. There's a link right to the Patreon. Uh, There's a page. Patreon button. There's a button. Yep, and you can um, you can like you said we we wanted to make it as easy as possible for you guys. There's a one dollar tier a $2 tier, and if you go up to the $10 tier, then you'll get the extra bonus secret episode that we'll be doing once a month. But if you get us to that first goal of 1,000, we can continue to do spoiler apps uh, twice a month minimum. Yep. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Sam Tripoli. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Aaron, and everybody at All Things Comedy. Uh, this has been the Logan Spoiler App. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first.